Welcome back, welcome back, y'all, to another episode of this thing we call Life is a Rebound. And of course, I just want to start out with a prayer on this wonderful day that God has set out for us all. And I want to start by, Dear Heavenly Father that art in heaven, I come to you to pray in the mighty and heavenly name of Jesus. I want to thank you for allowing me to be able to wake up today and experience this day, Lord, as it is. And I know not everything in this world is going good right now, Lord. I know everything is not going good, Lord. But I pray that good times are ahead. I know there may be trials and tribulations for this world ahead, Lord, but I pray that we are able to make it through, Lord, and always show you prayers and worship, Lord. I thank you for my mother, Lord, for today is Mother's Day, Lord. I thank you so much for her, Father, because I know without her, I won't be able to do what I do today, Lord. For you gave me the best mother I could possibly ask for, Lord, and I thank you oh so much for that, Lord. I pray for all the mothers in this world, the ones who, the ones who are going through tough times, the ones who are doing good in general, Lord. I just, I pray for all of them, Lord, that their children show them love today as we all should, as it is one of the commandments that you set forth for us, Lord, to honor thy father and thy mother so that their day shall be long on this earth. And Father, I just, I just want to thank you through Jesus that no matter how bad life may get, we must keep the faith in you and understand that you will provide. Our faith must be tested. Because even in the beginning in Genesis, when you casted, when you had casted Satan down on earth with only Adam and Eve there, they may have failed the test. But you already knew that was going to happen, so you sent us Jesus. Father, I thank you so much for Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. And I cannot stress it enough, Lord. I thank you for that chance at salvation. I truly do. And I pray in that heavenly and holy name of Jesus that you keep me. And you keep those in this world who love you and want to follow you, Lord. And all those who are coming around, Lord, I pray they come around, Lord. And you grab them up with your love and just provide for them, Lord. And show them the way. I love you and I always will appreciate you, my Lord and my Savior. I pray in the heavenly name of Jesus. Amen. So, with today's episode, I'm not going to keep it too long. And of course, I want to, again, give a shout out to all the mothers in this world. And of course, my mother, you know, she is, she, uh, she's, a, she's a wonder woman to me. She's a woman who did so much growing up that I'm incredibly lucky to have a mother like her. And I know my siblings feel the same, and I'm just so glad to have her in my life, growing up and in my life now. For I am truly blessed by God to have a mother as, as, as wonderful as her. And I also want to talk about um, the things going on in this world, and I always pray that things get better. You know, we have all these fires going around in our country. We have... Uh, we have the war in Europe going on, and there's many things that are going on in this world that we don't even know about. 
you know, that they just don't report on. You, you can look it up yourself if you have any inclination or find out any little bit of information. And also the, uh, the Roe v. Wade situation in this country, you know. I'm a man. So I'm not going to sit here and get on here and talk about how, oh, women need to do this, women need to do that. But what I will say is, I pray heavily on it that these protests do not come violent against the churches because the churches don't have any control over what the government is doing. The churches don't have any control over what they are allowing. And I'm seeing reports around on the news and stuff that people are going to protest and deface and just put markers on churches, which... Like I said, women, that's their bodies. I'm not telling them what to do with them, but anyone who protests and decides to go against a church, I just feel like it's wrong because the church hasn't done anything to you. The church isn't actively out there telling you, oh, this is what you need to do with your body. Of course, everyone's going to have their opinions. That's the tr- that's the freedom of how we can, have, um, we can live. We're able to have our own decisions and able to make our own decisions. But to... But to allow yourself to become so enticed with wickedness and allow you to deface a church that has really done nothing to you. They're not coming to you and telling you, oh, you're this, you're that. The church is and always has meant to be a place that we are supposed to come and worship God and just show love and praise to him and talk of him in good ways. Because even myself in the beginning, when I first started reading about um, God and the things he did. People always seem to forget that God is not a tyrant. He is not evil. He does not look to do bad things. But if you just keep disrespecting the wishes that he has for us and the ways that he hopes we are are supposed to act, he gave us free will. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate that I see people treating it as He's a bad person. He doesn't care for us. He's evil. He allows kids to have cancer. He allows the things in this world to happen. Just like he did in the beginning, when that when he uh, in heaven they had that fight because uh, Satan decided he wanted to be better than God, have the worship that God was having, and got caught up in his own looks and pride developed in him and in his heart. He seen himself as better than God when he had one of the best seats in the whole of heaven and still didn't find that to be enough. Was created as perfect as you can be as a being and still found a way to want to turn against God. And I see that unfortunately a lot in our country this day. That a lot of people are turning away from God when this is the time we should be coming nearer, wanting more of God. Because God already knew all this was going to happen. And to the people who say God should just step in and change it, if God steps in right now and changes it and gets rid of all the wicked people in the world, I want to ask you guys a question. Do you really think the world would change just like that in a snap? Do you really think that 
the way this world is, that if we take out all the people that we know that I mean that God knows for sure is are wicked, and the ones and the ones of the people who preach goodness and want to do good things, you think it's gonna change just like that at the snap of a finger? It's all part of a process. Nothing in this life will be easy. Even the people who are rich have struggles. You know, they look happy. But deep down, that money just, it creates a void. Because you're always going to want more money. A lot of people aren't satisfied with what they have now. You know. And I'm just, I'm thankful for the fact that even during my life, before I had a real, real relationship with God and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was always protecting me without me even paying attention. And I feel like he does that for a lot of us today. Even the ones who don't always show him love and always give him praise. He's always looking out for you. All those tough situations you're going through. All those hard times you're going through, but you somehow make it out. I pray and hope y'all know that's God. That's God looking out for his children because he loves us. He doesn't want us to fail. He wants us all in the kingdom. He wants us all when Jesus comes to be ready. And I just, I pray all the time for this world. Because I know there's things that are going on that we don't even hear about. They just tell us what they want us to see or hear about on the news. You know, there's, there's uh, like tomorrow with the whole Russian thing. They keep telling us this and that about what this man is going to say. And I don't agree with war. I, I It's sad to see all those people dying, children dying over there. It's It truly is sad. But what I will say is, none of us that are at home in the U.S. know exactly what is going on over there. And I don't like seeing people die, but I will say this. We are, we are giving a lot of support, a lot of support to the country. And I don't think we should stop. But I will say this, if us giving support to them is going to lead to us becoming directly involved and then and then the country Russia decides that we are too involved and decide to send things our way and react to us. How then will the people who support Ukraine then feel? Because not because because now us supporting them is putting our homeland, your children, our families, our loved ones in the path of destruction. And I'm not I'm not saying, oh, I don't care about them. I'm just being realistic. You know? At the end of the day, and I'm not I'm not ignoring it, we all we had our own civil war almost two hundred years ago. But that is a civil war. I do not agree with it. But if I had to if I had to choose I want peace for everybody as a man of God. I don't want I don't want us to be just watching as they get decimated and lose their lives. But it's a tough situation when you when you're truly looking around and you're like, wow, you know, we might all become involved in this situation more than we should have. And it's just it's sad to look around and see all the hatred going on in this country because of that war. And then because of the Roe v. Wade, it's sad. I, I hope and pray people don't really destroy churches. 
or try to or protest violently outside. You know, protest is one of our rights. You know, you can protest. But the church is supposed to be a holy place, a sanctified place. It's not somewhere where you're supposed to come in there and deface it, uh, mark it up. For it is God's holy place. And I just, I pray and hope that this world gets better, this country rebounds from what is going on, all the people that are suffering in those fires around this country. I pray that God finds a way to allow them to make it out safely. And I also pray for those that were involved in that explosion in Havana, Cuba. You know, that's that's getting some news reports, but like I said, you know, it's being swept to the wayside a little bit. You know, we hear about it and you can look it up and see it, but it, it's truly sad to see the way that people are uh, being affected and dying. And also the randomness of the Americans that died at the resort. You know, that's that's sad. Like, it's unfortunate, all these random deaths that are going on. But I will never stop praying for this world. I'll never stop praying for anybody who decides to listen to this podcast. For I truly love you all. And I just, I will always keep you in my hearts. And my love will never stop for this world. Because we are all, we are all God's children. We are all supposed to be leading good lives and doing the best we can, no matter how tough it gets. And it's going to get tough. It may even, you know, it could get worse than it is now. And I pray it doesn't. But if it does, I pray that we all keep the faith and just rely on God. And like I said in the beginning, I know there's people who say, I've heard it personally, you know, that God's allowing this. God doesn't really care. And I'll say it again, as I said in the beginning. God does care. God loves us. But just as you all have had children and have been children, if your parents, every single time you did anything bad, chastened you or beat you to near near death. And I'm not I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I mean I'm trying to establish a point. If anytime you did anything bad and your parents overly dis uh what's the word I'm looking for? If your parents overly um basically if your parents reacted terribly to what you've done and treated you a certain way after a while, wouldn't you just be mad at your parent and be like, you know what? I'm going to do bad, but I'm not. I'm going to make sure they don't see it or hear about it. That's not how it works with God, because God is everywhere and he sees everything you do. But he also doesn't want us to be fearful for our love with him. So he's not going to go out of his way to uh, strike down every bad person. They're going to have when Jesus comes. They're going to have their day. God, they're going to be judged. And they're going to have to deal with the things they did while they thought they had freedom. And I know it seems like the winners win in the end. The evil people on this earth are only going to win on this earth. They will not have victory when a new kingdom comes. For the victory is Jesus's. When he gave his life on that cross, we that follow him, and those who are coming around won. The victory is not going to be on our time. It's going to be when the Father decides it's time for Jesus to come. 
And I pray and hope more and more people follow that. And I pray and hope more people understand that the victory is going to be had. It could it could be while we're alive. It could be it could be while uh, those of us that have kids when when we're older and they and they may be having kids or they're older as we are our ages. Maybe during their time, nobody knows. No man knows. Only the Father does, and I just pray that we all get closer to God as much as we can, for He is truly all loving, all kind. And me myself, when I first started reading the Bible, had to understand that. You know, I used to think, "Oh, there's no way I'm getting in based on the Old Testament," but that's why we have Jesus. It's not that we're not supposed to follow the things in the Old Testament, but even myself, I have to read the New Testament more. But I do know that Jesus truly gave his life for us. Because as it says in Romans, for the wages of sin is death. What that means is we're all going to die someday. But do you want to die and have no salvation? Do you want to just die and that's it for your life? I don't. When I die of this mortal flesh, I want to have everlasting life through Jesus, which is the whole point of him giving his life. He didn't. Jesus didn't do that just so we can keep living and not trying our best to be righteous people, you know, help those in need, be of good heart, be of good share. He did that because he loves us. Still, he's, he loved slash loves us. He paid the price with his life as man for our sins that were that were then and were to come. Simple. All you must do is repent and know in your heart and believe that God sent his son, Jesus, for us. We are all children of God. And I love every single one of you. And I pray that we all come around and get closer to God in these times of trouble. For there's always going to be times of trouble, unfortunately. Like I said, if if God was truly a tyrant, like you guys are saying, and I've heard, and I don't mean you guys who listen, but I mean, you know, you we've all heard those people who just say speak of God in a certain way, which is unfortunate. But God does love us, and He cares. He didn't want us to be AIs like robots when it comes to His love. He wanted He wants us to freely love Him and understand, as we read the Bible. That he loves us and he's merciful. That's why when you read, you got to really read what you're, what you're, uh, what the scripture is saying. Because God doesn't just react off one instinct and say, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and that. He gives people chances to understand. He loves them. But once you just keep disobeying and disobeying, like I said, like the parent analogy. How many times is your parent going to allow you to disobey them before there is a reaction and they have to react to show you? That you can't just keep doing these bad things and think nothing's going to happen. That you won't have to deal with anything. Results of that. But, you know, I tried to make the podcast short, but we're going on 20 minutes. You know, Like I said, though, once you start talking and the Holy Spirit is in you, you your words will truly be guided. And the Holy Spirit is a wonderful thing because it's it'll always be with you as long as you just, you have to keep the faith and know. Because after Jesus... Gave his life up as man. The Holy Spirit became onto his disciples. And I learned about speaking in tongues. Those, those people speaking in tongues when you hear it in church. 
speaking in tongues is just different languages. It's not that gibberish you may hear people just saying randomly, you know, the words that nobody understands but them, and they try to tell you it's between them and God. And I'm not judging, but if you, the, the tongues, if you read the Bible, it's just different languages as the disciples have been blessed with by Jesus through the Holy Spirit so that everyone around could understand what they were saying because like God did with the Tower of Babel when they were trying to build it, he, he caused confusion by changing the languages of all the people around so that they could not build the tower and give up on it. And I just, I give God thanks for allowing me to understand that through fellowship with my brothers and sisters at church and also understanding it myself when I, when I read. So I want to give praise to God. I want to give praise for all the thankful things he's done for me, all the trials and tribulations I've had. And I know we all have trials and tribulations. And I pray that we're all able to get through them and understand that they are a part of life and they must happen. Because our faith has to be tested. That's the way this world works. That's the way God intended. He wants our faith to be tested so that we know in the end that we can rely on him for whatever. Even at the worst of times, he will provide. And I love him for that. <clears throat> I pray and hope more people draw closer to God. I love you all, and I'll never stop loving you all. Because it is truly an honor and a gift of God to be able to wake up any day and talk of him and show love to anybody I may meet outside. Anybody I may have come into contact with, anybody who I've been able to be blessed enough to meet in this life, I love you all and I pray that you all are beautifully, bountifully, bountifully blessed by God. Because that's what he wants to do. He wants to bless you, but he wants to know you love him. And I'll leave off with this scripture from Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withheld, withhold from them that walk uprightly. What that simply means is God will be our protector and provider. And as long as you do your best to walk uprightly, because nobody's perfect, only Jesus was. We, we have to aim for it. God will look out for you. He will. You have to truly believe, though. We're not on our time, we're on his. Remember that at all times, people. And I appreciate anybody who decides to listen to this podcast today, sometime this week, anytime. I appreciate all those who listen. And I love every single one of you. Stay true to self and be blessed. Amen.